0: Welcome to the greatest debate of this year, because next year is going to be even better. Uh, Welcome to the StrandCast. We love debates, and our debate for this semester is, who is the most royal queen? So we have gathered a panel of experts, and these people are going to rep their queen. At the end of this, you get to decide who is the most royal queen by voting on Facebook. So let's hear from our guests. Can you guys introduce yourselves?
1: Uh, My name is Ellen Grace, I'm the Associate Stranded Editor, and I will be repping Taylor Swift.
2: Uh, My name is Amy, I am the Art Editor this year, and I will be repping Carly Rae Jepsen. I'm Jen, I'm the Associate Podcast Editor, and I'm repping Katherine
3: O'Hara. I'm Abby, I'm the Arts and Culture Editor for The Strand, and I will be repping Mariah Carey.
4: I'm Noah, I am the senior podcast editor for The Strand Podcast, and I will be repping Charlie XCX.
3: Sounds great.
1: Let's hear from our first person, Ellen Grace. Okay, so I have compiled a list of just some reasons why Taylor Swift is the most royal queen. Number one, and most important, she cares about her fans, her subjects, her followers a lot. She cares about what they have to say, for example every year before her albums comes out she like picks her most devoted fans and lets them come over and listen to it and values their opinion she always goes out of her way to like make fans days and listen to what they care about and give us what we want so that's really important in um queenhood (laughs) i'm trying to think of like another word for that another one that um i'm gonna go on a limb here but she emphasizes romance and extravagance and I think that in our, in our society that we need that more because I am very, what they say, um, extra, I think and it's really hard sometimes because people are like, oh my god, that's corny or oh my god, like, that's lame but I like to care about things really passionately and so does Taylor Swift and she makes that okay with her beautiful words and my third reason is that she uses her platform for good, kind of. So okay. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't used to be as like political as she is now. She didn't really um, start advocating for causes until maybe about two years ago. But now she's doing a lot of good things, like the Equality Act and standing up for LGBTQ people with her platform. And she's also – her new fashion line with Stella McCartney is – puts an emphasis on sustainable fashion and it's all vegan so yeah I can get
0: into that okay
1: do we have any rebuttals as to why we think Taylor Swift is
0: Pupu Kaka should we not say Pupu Kaka choose a more neutral term okay does anyone want to say anything against Taylor Swift
3: um, well, personally, she has, not personally yes, not for me. She has sued a lot of people who just like use or like reference her songs and her artwork and then seals them and never gives them credit or gives them any money, which they should have because they're much more not well off financially than she is as she is a millionaire.
4: Yeah. That's fucked. She also actively copyrights her lyrics so that if anyone, like, references them in pop culture, then she can sue them, yeah.
2: Also, this is something I'm confused about. Uh, But remember, years ago, she did the whole thing of, uh, she didn't want her music on Spotify, and the minute, like, I don't know if this was just hearsay, but Katy Perry's music got, like, broke a a Spotify record, Uh, then she put her music on Spotify. See,
1: I don't think that stuff is her. I think that's, like, her business manager people okay. and, like Taylor Nation. Okay.
4: <laughs> but I don't think we can we can we can make that differentiation in that debate. Okay. The brand, the entirety of the brand is what we're representing.
3: Also, also oh, <laughs> okay. Nope. okay, well her whole like original fame is fake. She's not even from the South. <laughs> She's from Pennsylvania and her parents are well off and rich and she comes out like she says country bumpkin who's like, "Oh, I'm like a hillbilly." When she like is not her mom's like the CEO of like a fucking christmas tree farm they got money and they're not pennsylvania's not the south <laughs> that's just her she's true. falsified she's not a real country singer or country icon also the music industry wow. is again something i don't know
2: a whole lot about but i feel like she's a very powerful figure right now and i don't i feel like she does have a lot of power over what she does she is powerful that is she a
0: queen though <laughs> you decide okay so the next person's up with carly ray Jepsen. Okay, I'm here to present the facts today. The true pop culture leader of Canada is not any of the popular figures that first come to mind. For example, Drake or Bianca Andreescu. Although, you know, they are doing their best work for our country and we as citizens have to respect that. No, the supreme ruler of Canada is in fact none other than BC, born and raised, pop music queen, Carly Rae Jepsen. Carly, or CRJ as we call her, is our queen and I can give you not, not one, not two, but four reasons why. Dedicated, Emotion, Kiss, and Tug of War, each of these quintessential albums for our queen is evocative, it is cozy, and you know, it just feels so good to listen to. I think she's good, just because she's a normal human being, like any of us, she's always doing the most, TM. Is that what everyone else is doing? (laughs) That's what we all do, but she does the most, and you know, so for example, she'll write 200 songs for each of her exceptional albums. She'll explore. Yeah, Yeah um she'll explore like every possible musical avenue known to man and she will give us the best tunes ever to grace human ears some might call this like a workaholic attitude i know that's a big problem in the world of today um this kind of thing cannot amount to greatness because it overworks you but fret not because she's also the queen of self-care after starting her latest well-anticipated album, Carly decided she needed to jump on a plane to Italy to relax for a little bit. <laughs> a bit! A bit! As in two entire years. Ooh. Wow. This kind of will-she-won't-she attitude keeps Carly aloof and unexpected, <laughs> but of course she eventually comes back to her loyal fans because she knows she exists for us. She exists to fill the niche that she generated. All the way back in 2012, if you remember the song that we all know that she did, that went viral, whatever. She came back for us because she knows that she forged a true connection that fateful day in 2012. And we'll call her every day, not just maybe. Oh, (sighs) wow, wow, that was beautiful. I just
4: want to point out that that was all written and that's impressive that you came that prepared.
2: Yeah, she has a document. Yeah. Also, also though, I will say, you pointed out that she wrote two hundred songs, but a lot of artists do that. And also, the whole moving to Italy thing—that's been done by Audrey Hepburn,
1: who retired in Italy. Mm. Oh. <laughs> I, I have some tea, some real life tea. <laughs> okay, I was on, I was on a plane with Carly Rae Jepsen in twenty twelve. Oh my like, god! We were not allowed to go up into first class because she was there. Oh, so
0: she promotes divisions between the classes. Oh. So so she's an elitist. Yeah. Oh, my God. Not a working-class queen.
4: (laughs) Carly Rae Jepsen is pro-class war. (laughs) I just want to add that um, Carly Rae Jepsen is my high school principal's niece.
0: Oh, Oh, and so... And so,
4: therefore, I can't argue against Bob Hummelt's niece.
0: Okay. (laughs) We will leave it at that. Respect to Bob. I'll take that.
2: Yeah. Our next guest will be repping... Catherine O'Hara. Okay, let's hear it. Alright, so so the woman I have chosen as the most royal queen is the comedian and actress queen herself, Catherine O'Hara. So you may know Catherine from her early sketch comedy work on SCTV, which was a sketch comedy show here in Toronto back in the mid-70s, where she created characters such as Lola Heatherton and did impressions, including Brooke Shields and Catherine Hepburn. Or, you may know her from her improv comedy work on Christopher Guest movies, such as Best in Show, A Mighty Wind, Waiting for Guffman, to name a few. Or... You may know her from her slightly more serious work, uh, which I do put in quotations, uh, from her work on Tim Burton movies such as A Nightmare Before Christmas, Beetlejuice, or Frankenweenie. You may know her as Kevin's mom from Home Alone. Or you may know her as one of the greatest TV characters of all time, Moira Rose on Schitt's Creek. So stating many of her roles and accomplishments, many of which are in comedy leads, means my first point as to why Catherine O'Hara is the most royal queen, and that is because she has done immense work for women in comedy. So going back to SCTV in the 1970s, she was one of two women on a seven-person cast and also just one of two women in a writer's room of 20 to 30. Here, she was constantly trying to get her voice heard and her characters and ideas put on the show, many of which were not acknowledged to the extent of her male coworkers, but we're nevertheless, nevertheless, she persisted, baby. <laughs> no but she has been never shy to address the pay gap that existed between her and her male co-workers. Her male co-workers were paid both as actors and writers, and she was paid just as an actor, even though she did both as well. She was not afraid to voice her opinion about this to her superiors, and that was in the mid-'70s. And though, yes, many famous women address all these things now, and have in the past as well, Catherine was one of the uh, first prominent women in comedy to do so and many current female comics such as Amy Poehler, Tina Fey, Amy Schumer, and even Julia Louis-Dreyfus have all stated her uh, as both an inspiration and also complimented her uh, for her drive for equality back in the 70s. Good my second point as why That's a, this is, that was, uh, a was a one.
0: Okay.
2: Okay. Thank you, that was oh. one. Sorry, I will make the nice two quick. Uh, my second point as to why Queen O'Hara is the most royal is that she's a great writer and creator, though she is not a writer in the traditional sense, many of her roles that she has played in sketch comedy in all of her Christopher guest movies, and even as Moira Rose, uh, one of the greatest TV characters of all time, I may reiterate uh, she has had almost complete control over creating everything from the costume, their vocabulary, their demeanor, their cadence, and in many cases, their dialogue. Uh, She's a creative queen that deserves more recognition for the individual work she brings to a larger project. And lastly, she's a 65-year-old woman who still to this day, after all of these accomplishments, is not afraid to say she doesn't know who she is. Uh, She has gone on the record to say, I'm still figuring out who I am, Uh, though I have grown a steady value system, I'm still just as lost as I was when I was younger and continue to live that way every day and I gotta tell you as a forever anxious undergrad who is constantly thinking about where I'll be after graduation and even just a month from now someone uh, who I greatly respect as much as Queen O'Hara stating that she is even as lost and unsure of her own day-to-day existence comforts me quite a bit and reminds me to live on a day-to-day ba- basis you almost cried there I did I love her so much oh my God. <laughs> okay because of that like pure. I only wrote it down because I was afraid I was going to ramble too much okay and that was I good I did
4: that good. Does anyone have a rebuttal?
2: I barely even know Yeah, the her. Thing is, I, can. I, I don't know this her. This is why oh I was concerned if Fick and Catherine, but you would if you saw... I Have you seen Home Alone?
4: Yeah, yeah. of course. You so stand. you know
2: Kevin's mom, it's different between knowing that and then also, like... Mm-hmm.
4: I think the only rebuttal that I have is the thing that was just stated, that we all don't really know who she is, and, like, I... From what you've described, she sounds incredible, yeah, she sounds amazing, but... I think points that are taken off for...
2: Pop her, culture queen. Yeah,
4: her lack of pop
2: culture. I'm years. just trying to
3: bring uh, her more recognition and the recognition that she deserves. But yeah. if she really was a queen, she wouldn't have all these secondary roles that no one's really... Oh, oh my god! Well, she's actually in a leading role right now and just got nominated yeah, for first Emmy. Yeah, but after, like, what, Emmys. 60 years? This was, yeah. No, this no, <laughs> was her... Was I think it was her second wow. or third <laughs> Emmy, Emmy nomination.
2: <laughs> an, and a
0: and how, like, how great is it that... Abby is taking this I-don't-know-her attitude. the greatest I-don't-know-her okay. queen, Mariah Carey. Can we hear Thanks. from Mariah Carey stay?
3: Okay, um, I have a lot. Oh my gosh. Okay, so my three points are, first of all, her vocal range. Second of all, length of career. Third of all, iconic stats. She does a need. An introduction. Everyone knows who she is. I'm gonna say shit about, like, her... Well, I do have to say something about her, but, like, I don't need to educate you on who she is. Everyone knows she's an icon. So Mariah Carey, a queen, an <laughs> icon. We all know her. We all love her. She has a vocal range of five octaves. She goes from F two to a G seven, which only dolphins can make that noise. That G seven. <laughs> can we hear they're that? They're the <laughs> only ones that have the structure for their lungs to make that noise.
1: Wait, so is she? No she other mammal by can do that. Dolphin. Yeah, maybe dolphin dolphins. Should. Is
3: she exceeds? human nature she exceeds the human ideal yeah okay <laughs> can I say something because I got a personal bandana sorry, sorry, let, let the person speak so Mariah Carey's mom Patricia she was an opera singer she was also a vocal coach and Mariah Carey didn't receive any kind of training from her this voice just came naturally like royalty was just passed on through the family her voice is her crown she only started singing when she was about 17 for like serious. Um, so it was like that endeavors. voice was just like, it, know, was just there. In it was just, it was just natural. <laughs> and at 20, she re- released her first debut album, self titled Mariah Carey, which gained her two Emmy wins. and I'm, I'm not so convinced sorry. about that point. <laughs> I'm, I'm Adele's not... done
0: that, Beyonce's so, done
3: that, fellow
0: queens have done that.
3: That's not a Mariah thing.
0: Okay, she also started this. Who was Lady
3: Gaga when Mariah Carey was making this record? She was a little fetus thing. She wasn't real.
0: Okay, the one thing I have against Mariah Carey was when she made those nude photos where her curls covered her boobs. And she was <laughs> she she one of the one the shown. Do you remember that? Like, she was She's a right and she was supposed to That's a. That's a I What's can. wrong with the, wait, why don't
2: wait, you sorry,
4: like why? it? Yeah. It was yeah, just why?
0: a cursed image. <laughs> it was a cursed image. <laughs> Imagine a very bronzed Mariah Carey lying in bed, holding her, you know, her, her your pregnancy stomach with oh, her well, curls covering pregnancy. her boobs. <laughs> you want the boobs shown? No, I didn't yes. want the nude at all. I would have
2: wanted, no, I see, I would want. wanted I want it.
0: that canceled. Cancel that shit. No more nude photos. I mean, she's taking to of her. her own body. Okay. 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 As if, like, I as don't think yes. that argument
4: could be made for every nude, though.
0: Yeah. <laughs> she's just, living like, her you can best life. This is a different podcast, I think. You
4: quality nudes for sure.
3: Okay. okay anyway. Like, yeah. Nudes episode <laughs> will be released later this month. Sometimes a nude is nude for yourself <laughs> <episodes. laughs>
0: Oh, God. Okay. We have to move on from where... Wait. Do we still
4: have more points?
3: Door. Keep it at like oh two gosh. minutes. Anyways, she has a, She's been successful for over twenty years. Like she sustained her career. She never took really many <laughs> breaks. The few breaks she did have were reasonable, such as having a baby. But then even well, babies they were twins. Mm-hmm. But even then, she went right back on track. Beyonce yeah, so did that too. <laughs> And who paved that path? First of all, okay. Point number three referring to her iconicness. Beyonce said that she's the person who made her want to sing. We wouldn't have Beyonce if it wasn't for Mariah Carey. Also, I think that many women paved the
2: path of pregnancy before Mariah Carey and Beyonce.
3: Oh, we're not even at her most iconic moment, which (laughs) is her pregnancy. Okay, so she wanted her twins to come, who she had with Nick Cannon, which was a questionable choice on its own. But anyway, she wanted them to come out to her sing, So she played them during her birth, as she was in labor, her performance (laughs) at Madison Square Garden of Fantasy, and they came out to her applauding (laughs) into the world. That's, your mothers could never.
2: Oh my gosh. She
3: wanted them to have the best entrance possible into this world. She wanted them to have the best lives. What's better than coming out to a literal round of applause? Okay, yeah. that is true. Can I just say one thing? Yeah, you sure. can say one. Yeah, I thing. I went to go see your concert
2: at the Eaton Center in first year. Oh, well, and, for, and she Eaton made me Center. wait like what three hours before she came on. Yeah,
1: because she she's a
3: well? queen. She's got. Yeah, and there was like hundreds dinner. of people who were so cold in the street. I also tried okay. to go to that in yeah. first year. Yeah. I
1: think she monopolizes Christmas. Yeah, dude, she does. Okay. Also, so just... does
3: every capitalist system and like company. So she's
1: pro capitalism. I mean, I think I all, never I said, said she
0: I mean, We have to abandon that subject because <laughs> yes. that is a whole other podcast in itself.
4: I just have a final point before I transition to what is truly the best queen. Um, she did marry Nick Cannon. Points off for that for sure. He has the most expensive shoes in the world.
1: Uh, <laughs> like that he made or that he owned?
4: They're just diamond encrusted uh, loafers that he made for himself. Yeah. Anyways, Charlie XCX. <laughs> <laughs> I love her for many reasons, but the biggest, the the biggest point against her are her first two hits. Boom, Clap, and that song with Iggy Iggy Azalea that,
3: fancy, fancy, that everyone
4: hates. So I understand that her early career was rough, but my first point as to why she is the greatest is that she is the queen of the pivot. She released those two songs, major hits, she immediately transitioned into a much grimier Releasing an EP with the producer Sophie, who is an incredible Vroom Vroom EP. I don't know if...
2: Mm. if, Just Sophie?
4: Sophie, the producer, yes. PH or an F? uh, With a PH, yeah. Thank you, Alan. If you haven't listened to it, four tracks, you'll dance the whole way through. She recently had the hit Boys, which was incredible. Watch that video also if you haven't seen it. I understand maybe everyone knows her, but she's kind of an underground queen because she has co-opted this... Uh, PC music very industrial kind of aggressive pop culture sound and I think that she's the greatest queen because she's not afraid to be who she is, she's co-opting this different out of the box sound and also bringing in a bunch of queer producers and collaborators to be a part of the sound with her that, are, that created this genre um, and finally I really like her because she's just a chill ass person Watch an interview with her, see the tour of her house. She's just a real person. She hangs out with her friends. She goes to parties. She Maybe won't get ba-
0: pregnant and then just play mu- her own music at her baby. Exactly. Because she is not royal enough. Well. <laughs> we have to just... That one slide, yeah, I guess.
4: I don't know. It has true. to be up
0: to the people.
4: Yeah.
0: Um, I'm down with the monarch. Oh, she truly was iconic. Do you have any... Uh, Final thoughts about Charlie.
4: Just give her a try. Her album will be out by the her new album will be out by the time that this podcast is out. I know maybe not a popular pick. I love her with all my heart. I I can't say enough about how incredible she is. Pop two her latest uh, mixtape, incredible, flawless album. So check it out. This is more of a plug than anything. This is on. an
0: advertisement. <laughs> okay, one last rebuttal and that's it. You want to know what I think? I don't think there's enough space for two underdog niche pop stars <laughs> whose names start with C and end with Arlie on this podcast. <laughs> oh my gosh.
1: I don't know how we can resolve this issue. Also, like, Taylor did all the genre things. Like, every single one of her albums is, like, a different genre. Like, Reputation? Hello?
0: Okay. This is... <laughs> okay, but even <laughs> she's trying okay, to forget but that she happened. she does it
1: poorly that's the best oh, okay 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 oh
0: my god this is going this is going to darker and darker places yeah. like people are getting like their fists up okay so as moderator I have to hold all the people back you can't see me but my arms are 10 feet long and I'm <laughs> holding everyone back yeah. and it is truly up to you the people to vote for your queen which is questionable blah 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 you can message me about that on. Uh, you know, the email, you can, you can say your problems with that. So, yeah, thank you for listening and vote soon.
4: Hey guys, thanks for listening to the podcast. My name is Noah, I'm a senior editor at The Strand.
2: I'm Jasmine, I'm also his co editor. I'm Jen, I am their associate editor.
4: And we are the editorial team for The Strandcast for this year. If you want to learn more about The Strandcast or get involved, You can come on down to the Strand office at Victoria College on September 19th from 6 to 8 p.m. Talk to us about the podcast. And if you want to be a part of this, please do. Please do. All right. Thank you.
0: Bye.